Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Dan. And I'm Jeff. Welcome to First Rounds on Us. Hey guys, welcome in to another episode of First Rounds on Us. Today we're going to get into our drinks. We're drinking mules today. We'll go over the details of that, a uh, little recap of our drinking game. Holidays are right around the corner, so we're going to remind you about drinking responsible. Uh, CrossFit community news, as always, a little methodology. Our topic of the day is basically what's in your gym bag? What are you wearing to the gym? Our movement of the day is the pull-up specifically the kipping pull-up. And then we're gonna wrap it up with a little trivia like we always do, and finish on some fun. What's up, guys? Jeff, hey, Hayes, how's, how's it going? going? Down, really? Muy bien. Muy bien. That's the quote of the day. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? How are you liking your mule? Dude, this mule is probably one of the best mules I've ever had. Okay, so real quick, I'm giving a quick shout out to Corey Smith and his buddy Brandon Rulada. Ruludo, Rulada. Corey is a gym yeah. coach, Corey, by the way. Corey. He's another coach at the gym. Yep, yep. He gave me this last minute last night because we were talking about doing mules for our show. And um, it's it's pretty amazing. Well, tell him what's in it. Uh, okay, so you're going to give go. the secret away? I'm going to give the secret away. It's vodka, a little bit of St. Germain, uh, cucumber muddled, mint muddled, lime, and then over ice and a copper mug. And uh, some ginger beer over the top of it. It's supposed to be like two ounces, but he said fill it up or not. I kind of just filled it up. I don't mind ginger beer, but I, like I don't know. It. You tell me. This one's good, too. This ginger beer has a little bite to it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I it's think like the burns the nostrils. Yeah, and the St. Germain gives it a nice little sweetness to it. Mm -hmm. I'm digging it. I'm a fan. Where's They're... my cucumber, though? Oh, yeah, it's in there. It's muddled <laughs> in. <laughs> <laughs> Full disclosure. Sorry, Corey. We forgot the cucumber. <laughs> Somebody forgot to get cucumber at the store. We were not. We will not say who that is. <laughs> ah, so welcome. Anyways, how, I'm enjoying it. How was cucumber uh, or no cum cucumber? Yeah. How was your guys' weekend? Weekend was good. Kind of norm. Um, you had like a mellow. full day with your wife all by yourself, right? Saturday. Um. Yeah. What did we do? You know what? That's how far away it was. That the way, my memory's terrible. It's Tuesday. No, it's Wednesday, right? <laughs> so you don't even know what day it is. We went to Catalina and we we caught fifteen lobsters. Oh, and we yeah, came home sick. and cooked them on Tuesday. How did Tuesday you catch fifteen lobsters? With hoop nets. Oh wow! We just put out hoop nets. Is that legal? Yeah, right You're, now during lobster season, it is. Yeah. So you you went and got a fishing license, obviously. Yeah, one of us has a lobster license. <laughs> one of us. Oh, I mean, we all do. Okay. Yeah. How fun. It was really fun. Fresh it was local a, lobster? The best lobster I've ever had. We sous vide the lobster in butter. Ooh, yeah. Last night. The Ooh. night before last night. It was amazing. So, you boiling them, or what are you doing with them? No, we sous vide, sous -vide them. You what? S like, they go into a vacuum pack, and then oh, they go into the... Sous vide. Sous vide. Yeah, it's definitely sous vide. <laughs> sous vide. <laughs> They're delicious. Oh, are you talking about sous vide? Are you a sous vide guy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about it. It's really good. It's I'm probably a kitchen like, craft it's guy. the most like tender way to cook meat for sure. That's fun. Delicious. So, and then uh, Mason got bit by an eel. He got bit by an eel. We yeah. caught an eel. Like the first, the first bite was an eel and he tried to save its life and then it just whipped its neck around and bit him and <laughs> took a huge chunk out of his finger. Yeah, it looked nasty. Mm -hmm. Blood all over the place. So Battle were, you, were you fishing on a fishing pole when that happened? Yeah, we, yeah we, we did some like regular fishing and some lobster fishing. It was really fun. Oh, that's cool. I'm going to do the yeah. lobster fishing. Cause we, the only time I've ever caught any lobster was back in the day when I used to dive. Oh, it's, it's pretty easy. You just throw them out. We kind of know like a good spot. And then we caught 15 of them 15. and there was like two monster size ones. Like, and what's the limit? I think you get seven a day right now. Is this, like a, is this like an organized thing that you go out or are you just randomly like, I've got these cages. I'm going to drop them in we and just see did, what happens. You just do it on your own kind of. Okay. And you, can go, you can go lobster diving and just like go down there and grab them. Yeah. yeah they, they come out at night though. So you don't want to dive at night. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. 
fun and stuff they're not, though. Gr- they're not super easy to grab either. They like they they take off on you. Yeah, I wouldn't know, but. No. <laughs> <laughs> so cool, that cool. That's fun. That's cool. <laughs> so so Dan didn't do anything. Haley went I'm still trying to lobster remember. fishing, which sounds incredible. <laughs> I can't beat that anyway. <clears throat> I went and saw a couple more movies. Kind of my thing. What did you see lately? So I saw Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, little I want to see that film about um, Freddie Mercury and Queen, and I got to say it was pretty. It's pretty amazing. Nice. Pretty amazing. They did. They did a really good job with the production. The the acting was perfect, spot on, and um, the music was great. Obviously, right. Uh, good story. Amazing story. I guess I didn't really know anything, and then they started playing songs. I'm like, I didn't know they sang that, and I didn't know they sang that. That kind of thing. But uh, I've always been kind of a fan of Queens. I know our parents were, were pretty big Queen fans. I was thinking about this the other day. Can you imagine the first time that that came out to like just the general public, like one of their big like "We Are the Champions" or yeah or whatever, like one of their big big songs, and like hearing that type of song for the first time, everyone's like, "What the yeah." Fuck? Was, what, are they, what are these guys playing? Kind I of like was, the Beatles, right? Yeah, I was telling someone the other day that had never heard of them. I was like, like you know that Bohemian Rhapsody is like every white person's anthem, basically. Yeah, you've never heard of Queen? The, no, there was somebody at my work that had never heard of Queen. Oh, How yeah. have they never heard of Queen? Right. I don't Let's know. bring them in. We'll have an interview just, with he's them. He's yeah. from a different country. He's culturally, oh, you know. Okay. Well, we'll let him go on that one. Yeah. But, but uh, one thing I didn't know is the, the We Will Rock You they they basically designed that song around participation from the crowd hmm. which i had no idea That's they were awesome. like they were literally sitting around and they're like hey how can we cuz the crowd loves to sing along with us let's let's get something where we can get the whole crowd going and and that was the song That's awesome pretty That's cool, cool. Pretty cool. Oh, maybe i'll see you this weekend Yeah i think you should I'll give you something so give me something to do over the weekend take the, take the wifey out little date night get her liquored up show some bohemian rhapsody i'll make a couple of these mules and then there we'll you go, go. There you go. Uh, I also saw Silence of the Lambs again, <laughs> which I've seen probably a, a few times. But I haven't seen Silence of the Lambs in probably 20 years, I would guess. Well, let's see. Hold on. It came out in 91. So, um, is that right? 20 years? 91, 2001? No, that wouldn't be right. 2021? I have no idea. Anyway. Let's I say think I've, I've only ever seen it once. Let's say it's 10 years. But, but... Having seen it once, do you understand the premise of it? Because I, I, it's I been just so remember long. pieces. Yeah, you know, like famous lines, obviously the the storyline, but I don't really remember details. That's pretty amazing. I mean, I I guess I didn't realize it was totally surrounding um, Hannibal Lecter. Basically, it was it was basically about him. It the 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 guy that cut the lady's skins off and sewed them together and wore them as a Bill. suit. Buffalo Bill. He was kind of just a side product of the whole movie. It was it was basically around based around um, Clarice. He was all about the lotion in the basket, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so good movie, uh, good movies. Bohemian Rhapsody, highly recommended. Um, yeah. So, Dan, tell us again, real quick, recap Buffalo. Oh, talking I'm not about Buffalo, you Bill. Buffalo. Uh, yeah, recap of our ongoing drinking game. We always are playing Buffalo here. Uh, if you haven't heard the previous episodes, basically you're drinking out of your non-dominant hand. And so far we're all doing good. Uh, we're going to throw a little curveball into drinking today because of the kind of the main topic is talking about gym attire and what's in your gym bag and, and things like that. We're going to throw in our word of the day, which we're not allowed to say it is going to be Lululemon or just Lulu because who really does say Lululemon, <laughs> right? Um, so Lulu, Lululemon, maybe just lemon. Anything associated Anything with the product in that. Lululemon, which you just said, so drink. Well, I'm just telling the rules. We'll start <laughs> okay. it right after this sentence. Starts. Begin. Now. Oh, shit. <laughs> so no saying that word. Um, talking about drinking. Holidays are coming up. Jeff, what does everyone need to do? I want you guys to drink responsibly. Uh, go out, have a good time, but uh, you know, if you're feeling like you drank a couple too many or maybe one too many, 
Uber or Lyft, please. Let's uh, let's try to stay safe on the roads out there. There's so many people driving drunk and under some kind of influence of something, and we really don't need that. So let's try to drink responsibly, and we would appreciate that. Talk about holidays. What are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? Well, it sounds like Haley's going up to... Uh, going up to Sac. Sacramento. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Big family dinner. Yes. And I'm just doing dinner at my mom's nothing stay local yeah you you're hosting yeah right? i'm hosting so everyone's coming to us this year do Fun. you do like the catering or like you cook nah. everything from scratch or no, you... we like my wife miranda she's a great cook so she'll cook up a bunch of bunch of good stuff and then we're gonna make it kind of potluck style yeah that's the way to go so if that many people are coming it kind of makes it way easier and more organized just get on the same page of hey you do the turkey we'll get the ham you do Sweet potato, whatever, you know? Yeah. Take yeah. care of everything. That always is the best, because then people bring their best recipes for things. Yeah. Are you going to kill a bird? I'm not going to kill a bird. Damn. No. I'm not into that, really. <laughs> You're not into plucking the feathers? And... You know what? I've never I've never been hunting. I've never plucked my own turkey. Have you ever you had, have? A, have you had a deep fried turkey? No. Oh. oh so good. So good. We did that for a number of years. We used to do Thanksgiving in the desert, and we'd take our fryer and set it up, and everybody would have fryers, and we'd deep fry a few turkeys, and we'd do onion rings and all kinds of crazy stuff right. before. It was fun. Yeah, good stuff. I heard good things. I've never tried it. Yeah. So what are you going to do? You're going to do a turkey, though, right? Um, my mom's taking that. Oh. She's doing the turkey. Um, like I said, a bunch of other people are bringing different things. Uh, so we may just kind of fill the holes of like what's needed. Uh, I know we were getting a ham. Ham. I like uh, the ham. Do you get like a honey bake or? Yeah, dude, this is a great place down the street from our house called Stefano's Golden Baked Hams. Oh, so, yeah. I've been there. So good. Dude, yeah. that Alicia place is freeway, right? the bomb. Yeah. Shout out to them. Stefano's. And having delicious sandwiches. Yeah. So we ordered a ham from them. And you put the glaze on it. Mm-hmm. I think they take care That's of good. all of it. Just going to pick it up the day before. White meat or dark meat? I'm a dark. Ooh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Definitely a white meat. White meat? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like a little bit of dark, but I like mostly white. I mean, the the dark definitely has more flavor, but it's definitely a lot more calories, too. Yeah. Yeah, but come on. It's Thanksgiving. You really counting that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so more all, tryptophan. All bets are off. <laughs> and, yeah, and the bet is made. Uh, okay. How so that about? takes care of my uh, Uber and Lyft. I'm just going to be at home. Yeah. So I'll be fine. Hey, you don't have to worry. I might, I'm, again, I'm, I'm thinking about making some of these now. Four more mules for Dan. <laughs> Keep them coming. Uh, how about stuffing? Do you like it in the bird or, or out of the bird? Typically out. Um, I, you know what? Now that I think about it, my family has never really done stuffing in the bird. No? It's always been out. My dad has this recipe for stuffing, which is a funny like argument that uh, Miranda and I have, that she doesn't really call it stuffing because it's different to like probably the stuffing that you are traditionally thinking about. Yeah, like bread stuffing. Yeah, it's a little, imagine kind of like, on like a thin layer, it has a lot of like, it has bread crumbs in it and it has like nuts and onions and I couldn't tell you the recipe because I don't know it off the top of my head, but I think it's, fucking amazing it's super tasty interesting um, i think you know miranda likes it too but it's just not stuffing how you would think stuff it's not traditional yeah gotcha but i'm sure that'll be on the table with your traditional i call it fat stuffing yeah i just hate it when people put like weird shit in it like oysters and like i don't know people get crazy yeah the oyster stuffing i don't know oh. i have a hard time with that oh. i don't know if i've ever had that um the oyster stuffing yeah, it has a funky, like, fishy. it's like a, an oceany flavor. Uh, it's fishy. Uh, I mean, I like oysters. I'll, I'll eat oysters all day long. Yeah, I'm a fan. But, yeah, when it comes to the stuffing. I, Sometimes you just need a traditional thing. Yeah. Why right. Why get too crazy? But the, the, my favorite thing in the world is a box of Stouffer's stuffing. It's so good. You like Stouffer's? You can't mess that up. I just like the, like, just the box. Don't you get just crazy. Eat that, just eat that for dinner one day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. just a box of stuffing. I like it's, stovetop. I do that usually, like, I don't know, sometime around May when I'm missing the holidays. <laughs> you stock up on stuffing. <laughs> yeah, you might as well, right? Okay, last question about, about Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah. uh, what's the cranberry sauce? 
I'm not huge on it. No. I don't need it. If it's not on the table, I'm not missing it. Okay. The ocean spray can. I also eat that on not Thanksgiving. <laughs> you eat that with a spoon. It's so good. Out of a can. All right. Yeah, I'm not into the. Uh, I'm not into cranberry, usually, but. Can or nothing. If I'm all about the can. If it doesn't have vodka in it. I don't want it. You could put vodka in it, probably. Mm. <laughs> Be delicious. <laughs> nice. Well, let's what, maybe you should do that this year. Is so, make a alcoholic cranberry sauce. Yeah, like a cranberry Jello shot or something. Ooh, <gasps> hey, there you go. These are great like, ideas. Oh, what about like a? I'll take that to mom. Cranberry infused bourbon mule or a bourbon old fashioned. Cranberry mm. infused. So just buy cranberries and muddle them in, and maybe and, like a little thyme in there too. Uh huh. God, we're getting fancy with no. our cocktails now. Hey, that's what we're all about, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just spice it up a little bit. Spice it up. Have some fun with it. Well, it's right around the corner. So we'll check in with you guys next time we record about what we drank, what we ate. Hope you all have a excellent Thanksgiving as well. Yep, Thanksgiving. We'll see you next time. All right, so let's get into some CrossFit community news. I just got, I have one story that uh, I want to talk about because we've been having a, a ton of fires in California lately. And, um, so custom-made CrossFit in Paradise, California, and they just celebrated their one-year anniversary in September, and, and I guess the, the whole gym burned to the ground. So um, hearts, hearts go out to uh, custom-made CrossFit and its members. Uh, sorry you had to deal with that. These damn fires, they just keep going crazy yeah, in so California. Sad. It's so It's crazy. crazy up there right now. Yeah, a good friend of mine lives in Thousand Oaks, and um, he was evacuated, and he was literally driving out away from his house with as much stuff as he could put in the back of his truck. And he sent me a video and it's just fire on both sides of the road. It's just like, it's like full on hell. That's crazy. I heard stories of people driving away and the fire was moving so fast that they just, they could not drive it. Crazy. It just caught up with them. There you go. That's crazy. Crazy. Yeah, I saw a story on, um, I don't know, some news, news outlet. They talked about some guy went in and helped some people get out with his Toyota Tundra. And Toyota gave him a brand new truck. Oh shit! Like, hey, thanks for helping those people out. Here's your new truck. <laughs> nice. Awesome. His truck got burned up, and I like popped the tires, and yeah, looked, sure. looked pretty bad. So, <laughs> but uh, so yeah, so hearts go out to them. And um, so, real quick, uh, somebody asked me at the gym the other day about why is CrossFit in general considered a cult? Like, why do people talk about it as being a cult? I don't know. I think it's got to go along with the tightness of the community, right? And how people are kind of known for if you're you're a CrossFitter, you, you probably don't do anything else. Yeah. You know, in a, in a sense. So like you're you're so tight within that gym or that community that you've built. I can see them, you know, somewhat calling it a cult, I guess. But cult is a strong word. Yeah. Cult. For really what it is. When I think a cult, I think of like you know, Waco or one of those kind of deals where people drink Kool-Aid and, mm-hmm. you know, next thing you know, they're in another place. Yeah, we haven't got that email from CrossFit no. Corporation yet. Yeah, I've never been offered Kool-Aid. Yeah. Some energy drinks. <laughs> <laughs> we, maybe we should be careful with what energy drinks we take into the gym. Yeah. And they seem to want to push that, like, peanut butter stuff on us a lot. You the know? packets? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, those are big right now. <laughs> I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to think twice about all these other companies now. (laughs) We're going to be classified as a cult. But no, we don't do candles and there's no seances or anything like that. I think it's it's all in good fun and it's all about getting fit. And, and, you know, come on. You know what it is, too? It's probably people who are jealous. Join us. Maybe. They got to put a name on it because they don't. Maybe they can't do it or they've never tried it. Come in and try. Yeah. For a week. Two weeks. Give us a chance. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so how about the methodology? Let's go to... Uh, what do you got? What are we talking about today? So today we just got some, some definitions, um, methodology definitions. And one of them is technique. And your technique, the definition of technique is a movement or positions required to accomplish a task. So when we're talking about squats, when we're talking about pull-ups, which we're going to talk about today. Um, we're going to talk about the techniques that you're supposed to use 
in order to accomplish that particular task. Um, the next one is optimal technique. And what that gets into is productively applying force by minimizing energy to complete a task. And this is something a lot of people do every day where you, you're, you want to get through something as, as without expending as much energy as you can. Um, you know, hiking, running, uh, these are all things that kind of like, you're going to get as much energy out as you, as you have to, to get through it. But if you try to minimize the energy that you expend, uh, you're using optimal technique. I, I use it a lot in climbing when you're, when you're climbing a rock wall or when you're, you're trying to conserve energy, getting up that wall. Um, you're using your bones instead of your muscles. You're using, uh, techniques to, to, to rest differently than you would in any other fashion. Um, is that, is that another way of just saying being efficient? Yeah. Yeah. Efficiently, efficiently getting through things. Okay. Um, don't overextend yourself. I see a lot of people doing pull-ups and they're like, it's like, dude, you're, you're wasting way too much energy on that pull-up or whatever, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. Um, simplify it. Right. And then the last one, strength, um, the production, the productive application of force. So, you know, applying a force and, uh, getting a result out of it is that strength. And we're trying to build strength when we're working out or, uh, getting into fitness and, um, that's what we get. That's what you use. Makes sense. So, I feel yeah. like if with proper technique and having your optimal optimal technique and being efficient is going to build and improve your strength, right? Definitely. So you can kind of definitely loop all three of those together and, uh, like I said, ultimately be more efficient in the gym and get more out of your workouts. We are talking about this the other day, quick little side story. Yesterday we had rowing in the workout. Right. And... Part of the warm-up was basically like, hey, I want you guys to play around with your pace. You know, we're just doing 300 meters. Do 100 meters slow. Second 100 meters go a little bit faster. Last 100 meters, pick up the pace and kind of go hard. And I was talking about the numbers on, on the screen and most people in, in the room kind of knew what I was talking about and they kind of watched their, their big overall pace and their strokes per minute and kind of got the point. Meanwhile, a couple people just I never really looked at that. So they yeah. could sit on there and have very good technique when it comes to rowing. But if you're not really looking into what you're actually doing when it comes to like a rowing machine, you could, you know, not really take any notice of the numbers and not really know what your pace is versus if you got on the road to do like a 500 meter or you get on there to do like 1500 meter you know, the pace is going to be slightly different. Yeah, and I sure. would coach someone to obviously pace differently and to pull, you know, slightly differently when it comes to like those uh, strokes per minute. Yeah. So I broke it down for someone who, who kind of missed the point in the warm up, and had her get on the rower. And I'm like, okay, we're going to do this again in front of everyone. And then she really, she thought it was a punishment, but it was more <laughs> of like, she felt it as well, you know, as, She's along with me talking about it so it helped a lot for her and i think it was a good coaching point for for the yeah. class as well to visually see that to like take take the pace differently and depending on what you're doing she saw the results i, I was in the class and um and i understand so my my goal is to keep my strokes per minute down at that 25 range so you're not you're not going crazy but um i think when i first saw her going she was at like 30 Right, and then the second time you made it, she, she brought it way down. I remember that when I started rowing, <clears throat> like my coach at the time was like, "Hey, you know, we want this row to get done, you know, quickly and efficiently, right?" But all I heard was quickly, so I'm like, "I'm gonna pull this thing," so I'm, I'm pulling it crazy. hard and fast, and I'm getting off that row so out of breath that there's no way I'm gonna step into whatever's next in that workout. Yeah, you blast. You know, I your need heart. to catch my breath. Yeah, you know, versus taking those strokes down pulling strong and hard rather than short and choppy change it up a little bit when it comes to the pace and i'm ready to bounce off and jump straight into whatever's next in in the list yeah no i i felt like that was great advice to, to like slow it down but but use your power and then be ready for the next thing and and i noticed too when we were getting off of that it was like a five minute you know you had to do three tasks uh I was getting done in like two minutes and 30 seconds and I had a couple minutes to rest, which was nice. Yeah. That was so, the point. Cool. 
All right. Moving on from that. Jeff, what's in your gym bag? What's in my gym bag? What do you got? What do you wear to the gym? What's in your bag? What's your must-haves? What are you you rocking every day? Well, I have shoes. Shoes are a big... Big, uh, big part of working out. <laughs> yep, I have favorite shoes. shoes. Go. Favorite shoes are my Nanos, my Reebok okay. Nanos. Uh, I have uh, I have a couple different pairs of shoes. Actually, I have th- three different pairs of shoes. I've got the uh, new Metcons, which which I kind of like those. I like them. My old Metcons I didn't like. I had like, a pair of Metcon twos that were a little squeaky, and they weren't super comfortable. Um, I had the Nano twos or Nano. I think it was Nano twos, the, the original black ones. And I wore those, they were like slippers for me for like two years. And then um, I got a pair of Nobles, which I really like the Nobles. I like their, I like the simplicity of the Nobles. The only thing about the Nobles is they're not super wide, they're a little bit narrower. And um, I feel like I'm not as stable in a workout as I would be, like box jumps and stuff like that. Those aren't my shoe of choice. It's Um, funny how it comes down to like personal preference. Shoes is a huge thing where over the years of doing CrossFit, I started with Innovate, mm-hmm. was probably the original, kind of one of the big CrossFit shoes, like kind of near the beginning. Um, had a couple pairs of those, kind of got over those when Reebok came out with the Nano, moved on to those. Yeah. Had the originals, kind of had a few pairs of those, moved on to what was next, oh, Nike was next, came out with the, the Metcon, and I've loved them ever since they came out. I've had every generation of the Metcon. Of the Nike. And I've been a big fan of those. I feel like I can do everything in those. Some people don't like to run in Metcons. I personally don't mind it. Um, and then, like you said, the Nobles were kind of like the newer ones that are kind of on on the scene now. I'm a huge fan of those. The Nobles. Yeah. And now it kind of comes down to, because I basically have Currently, I, I probably bounce between Nobles and Metcon. Um, and it's really kind of based on the workout. I would say if it's a lifting-based workout, I go Noble. Okay. If it's a more of like a running, dynamic, jumping, then I would go Metcon. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, overall, if you held a gun to my head and I had to pick a shoe right now, if I'm going out to the store tomorrow and buying a new shoe, I would probably buy another pair of nobles noble yep okay actually was just on online yesterday looking at a new pair of nobles so i might be with you there but i really do like my nanos so the, the nanos seem to just to be the i never most went back to nanos i had the originals and a couple of the early but i just i don't know i kind of got over them once nike came out with their metcon yeah and i just i really like them and just never went back hey if it ain't broke why fix it um, well, there's a bunch of different shoes that you can wear, obviously. I know the New Balance Minimus were, I think, one of the first CrossFit shoes. I remember I remember the first time I went to CrossFit, a friend of mine had Minimus on, and I was like, what's those shoes? And he was like, yeah, they keep your feet really close to the ground. It's really good for lifting. And I was like, oh, You right. know what else was one of the early ones was the Vibrams, the toe oh, shoes. Yeah, yeah. A bunch of people had those back in the day, too. And then, and then before that even was um, the Converse, the Chuck, Chuck Taylors. Oh yeah, or and, just bands. And bands. Yeah, because yeah. they're so really flat. flat. Right. Yeah. Perfect for lifting. Good stuff. <clears throat> so Guys, yeah. Work our way up, what else? Shoes, shorts. I mean, obviously socks, but socks are gonna be your thing. And I wear those copper socks because they're cheap on Amazon. You can buy them for, you know, three bucks a pair or whatever it is. Socks uh, are socks. <laughs> socks are socks for socks the most socks. part. Yeah, sure. The stance has put a a stamp on socks lately. Yes, for sure. Definitely. Kind of out of nowhere, kind of dominating the sock world, in my opinion. Well, I know too, I deal with an Achilles thing, so I wear, every now and then I'll wear some compression socks, Mm -hmm. which kind of keep things tight. And I know there's like compression sleeves for your legs and Yeah, I used to wear like the skins, had some calf ones. Mm -hmm. Um, Keeps the blood flowing. Who else? 2XU, they're another great company. 2XU. Yeah. Okay. All right. Like it. Well, shorts. I like compression shorts. And then I wear like a gym short over it. And uh, I'm a fan of the the Lululemons. Oh, okay. <laughs> compression shorts in inside, sewn in. Um, I think they make a good product and I like them. 
Yeah, they're um, definitely on the map, taking over the world when it comes to gym attire. Lou, there's another one. Ah. <laughs> I knew this was going to be that right. <laughs> Dan will not say it. I'm going to try and it. set you up over and over again. My drink's almost gone. I'm gonna have to pause. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> um, what do you? What do you, kind of shorts you are? I go with that company that we're talking about. <laughs> Which one? Uh, pretty often. We're about- and uh, I work for Oakley <laughs> as well. So I have a ton of Oakley. Oh yeah, you get all kinds attire. of attire. Um, so I, I they, they make a lot of good stuff. Yeah. You know, it helps that they throw stuff at me every once in a while. But you know, I wouldn't wear it if I didn't like it. Yeah. Hey, quick, quick. If if it's free and it's comfortable, then wear that. I mean, don't go out and spend too much money on gym attire if you don't have to. I mean, obviously, when you get into the uh, the aforementioned, aforementioned company that we were just talking about, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Lulu. Uh, oh. yeah. You can't just keep saying it because your drink is gone. <laughs> so <That's> cheating. <laughs> the thing that I liked about them, though, is that we always had an ambassador at the gym, and we'd get 25% off mm-hmm. and go in there and, you know, Get a, get a decent... They have really nice pants. Sweatpants, have shorts, shirts. Have you been in shirts. since being a, a coach? No, you get a discount? Yeah, you get a discount. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. What's the discount? Um, 20, maybe? What do, you, what do you have to show them to prove that you're a coach? Like your certification? Oh, okay. To show them proof that so you're, you passed my, the test? And bring, bring my 8x10 certificate go. in there. and Have it framed? <laughs> put it in my wallet? And if, <laughs> Just start putting it up on the wall in Lulu. They might In say something. <laughs> In where? Oh, there you go. Nice. Dang it, you got me. <laughs> Finally. Jesus. That's like the first time I've ever gotten you on, or she got you on anything. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, so how about shirts? Shirts. Sure. This is a funny, we were talking just before the uh, we started recording. Um, since starting CrossFit, the big thing kind of like with the shirt companies and stuff, none of them were rocking 100% cotton shirts. They were all like these 50-50 blends, 60-40 blends. Uh, a lot of them were taking shirts from um, Next Level or American Apparel and kind of printing their own logos and stuff on from there. I have a little background in that. Back in the day, uh, Eric, the gym owner, and I started a basically an apparel business for a little bit called Flip Attire. Um, no longer going, but we did our research and kind of played around with different shirts to see what obviously felt best, what printed best and lasted best, you know, things like that. Sure. Um, but now whenever I put on a hundred percent cotton shirt, I hate it. Can't wear it. It just fits weird. It's too thick. Too, Um, too thick. Is it, is it like hot? Yeah. It doesn't breathe. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Interesting. It's funny because everybody always talks about, oh, a hundred percent, hundred percent cotton. You got to wear that. And I, I don't, I mean, I'm wearing a I guarantee shirt if right you now. look at a majority of your CrossFit related shirts, none of them are 100% It's cotton. like 60, 40 or something like that. Yep. Interesting. Hmm. Well, we'll have to look into that. I personally like as light a shirt as I can put on my body. Because uh, when I start sweating and getting hot, I'm not one of those people that likes to take off my shirt in the gym unless I'm dying. And it, and it happens every now and then. <laughs> Don't make a comment. I wasn't going to. <laughs> you were you just started laughing about yourself. <laughs> anyway, it's it's just uh, it's kind of one of those deals. There's people that are yeah, you, you know, if you look good, take, by all means, take off your shirt. But not thanks, yeah, man. Anyway, not for me. But uh, <laughs> I like the lightweight. And then, <laughs> and then how about tank tops? What do you think about tank yeah, tops? Yeah, I like tank tops. <laughs> tank tops are fine too. Are you a tank top guy? Yeah, I'd rock a tank top. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not into tank tops. I have a thing with that. Yeah, I show off the guns. Hey, if you got it, you might as well show it off, right? Right. right. I think I need a couple more years before I get to there. <laughs> All right. So, how about accessories? Dude, there's so many accessories. Yep. If you just talk about things that people use for, like assistance or protection, you got like knee sleeves, knee sleeves. wrist wraps. Elbow sleeves. Weight belt. Weight belt. Um, what else? Ankle um, support. Mm-hmm. Shin so, guards for when you're doing box jumps. Or rope climbs. I've seen people or do that. Climb, yeah. 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 Or socks, like taller socks for rope climbs. Um, yeah, I struggle with you know the, what I the hate? rope climb. 
Some people are into it. I can't do it. It's gloves. Gloves, yeah. Hate them. No. Can't do that. Sometimes I rock some tape. If I know if I'm doing like a lot of pull-ups or bar muscle-ups or, or something along those lines, I make the little like um, hand protector tape, guys. Like, a, like a, a custom deal with tape? Yeah, basically. Just kind of wraps around your fingers, covers over your palm, wraps around your wrist. Sure. Um, those are good. Yeah, there's a company called Wadi's that makes one that's a real thin material. Oh, yeah, I've seen those. I still can't use those when I do pull-ups. The ones that, like, these companies are making with that, like, I can't feel the bar. Yeah. And I don't like it. The it tape makes it thicker. is as far as I go. And sometimes it gets to the point where, again, it, like, it bunches up or they weren't made right or, or whatever. Sure. And I just have to rip them off. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. I okay. find if you just, if you go out to CVS pharmacies and you... Buy a little uh, shaver, a little uh, callus shaver. Oh yeah, taking care of those. You yeah. just you just keep those shaved and don't let them build up. And uh, when you jump on that bar, I, I it's been I'm gonna knock on wood. It's been a while since I've torn, and I keep seeing people tear in yep. the gym. So anyway, that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, is why people tear. Sure. Don't need to get into details of that right now. But <laughs> you know what the big thing is? I'll, I'll touch on it. Is too much chalk. People get caught up in using too much chalk, and because of that, they tear. So don't laugh at me, but I, I use a lot of chalk. But I but I, I use it. I use it. I use a thin layer. But what I notice is that my hands sweat so much that it gets kind of cakey, and I end up bef after I get off the bar, I'll I'll kind of rub it all off onto my shorts, and then I'll get what back kind of to shorts? the shorts. <laughs> well, <laughs> whatever I'm wearing at the time. Okay. okay. <laughs> And I'll 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 get it all off, and then I'll just do another thin layer, like just to, so you don't get. It. I think I think the key to that is to not have a super big buildup of chalk, because mm -hmm. that'll that'll definitely. I, I agree with you. That'll help you tear. Yep, yep. Um, Anything else you find in your bag? I think gosh, I have uh, I have um, this the shit. What's it called? Holds on the weight on the bar. Oh, clips. Clips. I have clips. Custom. I have, um, clips from... Custom Parker clips. Rogue. You can go on Rogue or... You or know you've made Amazon. it when you bring your own clips to no, the gym. you've made it. They were given to me as a gift. And uh, I actually really like them because I don't think that the clips at the, at the gym hold on. I don't like them when my weight starts I, bouncing around. I just think... I think you are the only person at the gym who has... I am. ...your own clips. And I thought maybe I'd start a trend. But the gym I came back from, the gym I, I originally came from... They, everybody had their own clips. Because the, the clips they had there were junk. They were those plastic ones, they're cheesy and the way And I think it just started like a trend, somebody started a trend. I'm actually surprised that nobody has bought clips at our gym. Maybe our equipment <laughs> was better. Yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> I still use my clips though. So, hey, what are you gonna say? I'm gonna start using your clips. Yeah, yeah you can if you want. One other thing before we move on to the pull-up, uh, headbands. I okay. like headbands personally. What? Some people use them, some people yep. don't. And the other one was kinesio tape. Yeah. Other than just regular tape. Sure. That's huge in the CrossFit community too. Good to have. How about lifter shoes? Oh yeah. We're gonna talk about that. Real quick, I was into them for a little bit. I had some Reebok ones. Yeah. And honestly, now that I have the Nobles, I never, never wear them. Really? No, I just, lifting days, I just go Noble. I'm comfortable in Nobles now. One instance I would say that I would probably put a lifting shoe on is if we're doing pistols. Just because oh. of the slight little assistance of the heel. Sure. Um, but lifting these days, I, I very rarely, if ever, use them. Yeah, I gotta say, I haven't used mine in a while. And I've never full-blown it. The pair I had was kind of like one of those hybrid pairs, and it was okay. But now, like if I got into like lifting lifting and you did lifting meets and stuff then yeah. then yeah i would go down that road sure but the amount of lifting i'm doing like again the nobles are working out fine but if you were doing lifting meets you'd have to buy a leotard yeah and i would rock it, <laughs> you'd rock it. i would <laughs> uh, anyways all right, cool. okay moving on that is your topic of the day talking about gym attire and stuff hey if we left anything off yeah, feel free to comment. Let us know what's in your that. gym bag. I'd like to know. I'm trying to think of what else is in my gym bag. Just, just, just miscellaneously, just loosely. Wrist wraps. We talked about that. Yep. Um, I've got those little sneaker balls I put in my shoes. You sneaker buy them at, balls? Yeah, sneaker balls. They're like a. 
it's literally like uh, a little uh, laundry scented ball oh, okay. that you stick in your shoe so it cuts down on the you know the nastiness nice. and I, I think there's some kind of an antibacterial thing going on there um, those and and the knee sleeves can get really nasty so you know do us all a favor wash those suckers up <laughs> please okay moving cool. on we got movement of the day movement today's of the day. day today's movement is the pull-up specifically the kipping pull the kipping pull-up um First of all, the pull-up, I would say, is one of those things that a lot of people come into the gym and either don't have them, they're not even close, and it's one of those goals of like, I want to get a pull-up. Sure. You know, a lot of people come in like that, um, or you just want to get a little more efficient or stronger at pull-ups. Uh, I remember when I started, I hated pull-ups. It was one of my biggest weakness. I would say probably still to this day, it is still on that list of my weaknesses that I've never, I'm okay at them, but... I've always kind of struggled a little bit with high rep. You don't, um, you don't look forward to the yeah anything more than 10 reps at a time kind of thing? Pretty much. Sure. I hit a wall. Yeah. Anyway, uh, CrossFit, it's a quick uh, kind of definition on um, the default pull-up. It allows the athlete to accomplish more work in less time using higher power due to the hips assisting the upper body pull. Basically what that means is you're using your momentum and you're getting efficient with engaging different muscle groups other than just hanging from the bar and doing a strict pull-up, sure. which is important as well. Um, you're getting this kip going and people hear about it kind of outside of the CrossFit world and almost kind of make fun of the kipping pull-up. Like, oh, that's not a pull-up. Yeah, they say it's cheating. It's cheating a little bit. Yeah. But if you think about it, it, it allows you to be more efficient with the movement. It allows you to hang onto the bar for high rep of the movement um, rather than just doing the strict aspect of it. Again, strict aspect is still a great tool. We still incorporate strict pull-ups. We did just this week, I think, last yep. week yep. Um, with uh, with the strict aspect. But um, specifically with the kip, um, set up kind of normal with the pull-up. Your hand's going to be just outside your shoulders. You're hanging from the bar with your arms extended. Once you started to get into the execution, you want to start thinking about kind of loading through your shoulders and to initiate the kip, you want to kind of think about basically making like a hollow rock type of position kind of with their um, head going back, hollowing out your body, um, almost like making like a C shape with your body. All right. uh, once you come through from there, you're almost going into like think like a Superman position like on the ground so now my head is through that window um kind of almost like a backward c if you right. can imagine that and biggest thinking thing kind of people don't realize at first is the amount of load that you want to put through your shoulders rather than just thinking about swinging on the bar if i told you to jump up and swing on the bar and your legs are coming forward and back and you're getting a little bit of that movement but i guarantee you're not going to get your full potential momentum building for what we want to do with this pull-up. Right. You got to um, keep it tight. You want to you want to be able to start and stop that kip, that that hollow body and Superman. Mm -hmm. You uh, intentionally you can start it, stop it. Yeah. And hang dead. Yeah. Without everything okay. <laughs> without uh, 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 swinging on the bar because once you start swinging on the bar, then you get then you this get kind no momentum at all. And yeah. There's no way you're going up. It, yep. it kind of ruins it. Um, so yeah, once you kind of initiate and kind of get that C, backwards C kip going, that's when you, it comes down to the timing. You want to think about like really engaging your lats, right? When you're in the, in that C position, in that hollowed out position. So once you get to that back position, kind of getting into that kip, you can kind of imagine kind of picture me doing this is kind of getting a little bit farther away from the bar. And as my head starts to go up towards the bar is when I'm going to initiate that pull and ultimately get that chin up and over the bar. Um, once you get that timing down and you use that kind of kind of worm effect or like that kick down, go up sort of idea, um, get that chin up and over. Then the next tricky part is kind of stringing them together. So you want to push yourself back away from the bar, almost loading back into that hollowed out position behind the bar. Head comes back underneath, goes through, and then back up and over the top. So the whole time, again, I'm trying to picture a 
a yeah. C shape kind of going up and around the bar. Yeah, you're going from, from hollow to Superman to up above the bar and then back into that super back into hollow back into superman back up over the bar yep just making Swing. sure you're getting that full extension underneath the bar of your arms um not staying bent and then ultimately like i said you're getting that momentum going getting that c-shape going getting your timing going uh you're going to be able to rip through these kipping pull-ups yeah for sure um common faults is not engaging those lats correctly you know, so you're kind of getting that just kind of dead hang pull a little bit. So you're not really getting that hollowed out position. And right. You're not getting that full potential from your pull. Uh, like we mentioned earlier, that swinging instead of kipping is a big difference. Right. Um, when you're t- talking about that, I see a lot of people they'll 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 do the kip right and they'll get up above the bar and then they just drop straight down below the oh, bar. Oh yeah, see that it's all the time. Totally kills the momentum. Momentum's gone out the window. Right. It's a, they're not they're missing that push away. Right. So you you want to think about kind of loading yourself back into that like I said that hollowed out position so you can load your head through the window and then back up and over. Uh, if you drop straight down basically you just got to get you got to get that kip going again. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you're losing the idea of being efficient by dropping straight down and it's just like everything it takes practice it takes timing of getting that down um but I, it feels good when you get it done when oh you, for when sure you, when you get your first kipping pull up you're like oh it feels easy yeah right like oh i just yeah. popped I could, I popped right up more. there um common things that i've kind of run into teaching people this is kind of getting the idea of the kid they have the idea of the kip and they're they're flowing back and forth but they don't quite have that strength to get themselves all the way up there so what I try to tell people, if you imagine like someone jumping up to a bar and catching into like maybe like a right angle of your elbow, true. Like and, and then trying to pull the rest of the way from there, good practice is kipping yourself to that point, trying to hold that point, and then pulling the rest of the way, kind of turning it into a strict pull-up a little bit towards the end. Side note, a big kind of rule of thumb, try to have one strict pull-up before you even attempt to do kipping pull-ups. Agreed, and I think there was even a thing that just came out. Greg Glassman just said he, he was a little disappointed in the in the kipping pull-up because people tend to go right to that without even being able to do a strict pull-up. Yeah, it's, it's kind of dangerous because you're engaging a lot of different muscles. If you don't really have the full strength of just pulling your body weight up at least once, yeah. getting all those little like rotator cuff muscles, your lats, your upper back, like all that involved with a kipping, there's a lot going on. Sure. And if you catch yourself off, then there's a chance for injury and inside of things like that. Yeah, we definitely don't want that. Um, so I, w- I like the kind of the kip to the, the catch and then try to fight for it sort of idea, just so you kind of get the idea of like, oh, I kipped up halfway and then <laughs> I'm not quite there. Or yeah. I kipped up three quarters of the way. Um, other things you can work on would be like negatives like getting yourself up and over the bar. Maybe you're just standing up there and starting there. Hold on to the bar and let yourself come down super slow. Okay. That, that helps yeah. that eccentric movement, like working on the strength of the movement, challenging it with a banded pull-up. People get a little dependent on banded pull-ups sometimes, but you still get the idea of the strict and building the strength. Ring rows, always yeah. building the building the back. Kind of some of you got to start somewhere, you know? Now, ring rows are hard, though. They can be very hard. <laughs> I did yeah. those the other day, and it lit up my my lats. I could barely even, I could barely move after that. For sure. And so then cool. one last little thing before we move on is the butterfly pull-up. Um, in my opinion, it is the most efficient way to get your chin up and over that bar. Um, and it it's funny because like people are always like, I want to learn the butterfly. I'm like, okay, well, forget everything we taught you about the kip. Yeah. Because it's borderline it's, the complete opposite. It's backwards. It is. Um, so like we I said earlier, as you kick down, you go up kind of for the, the kipping pull-up. Yeah. For the butterfly, you kick up, you go up. And now you're thinking about making a super fluid, circular, oval sort of motion with just letting that chin kind of break the plane of the bar rather than that aggressive C motion going up and over. Now you're just kind of breaking it kind of on the way down of your circle yeah you know it's and a, finding it's, that it's awkward looking when you see a video super of a awkward of to get at first yeah. getting the technique and the timing and, and all of that but once it clicks it is night and day different 
you're able to hold on to way more um, once you get that timing and the technique down. For sure. Yeah, if you're looking to bring your fran time down, start working on those butterflies. Yep, yep. Well, awesome. That's, there is the pull-up. That's the pull-up. That's the pull-up. Haley. Yeah. You want to do our quote of the day for us? Okay. What's the quote of the day? Um, remember, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Who said that? Who Eleanor said that? Roosevelt. Yeah. What does that mean? It means, uh, who cares what everybody else thinks? Yeah, exactly. I think uh, that's right along that path of we do our own thing, be your own person, and don't let people bring you down, especially the haters out there in the world, because that seems to be a, 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 a common theme lately with social media and all that's going on. Everybody wants to hate, hate, hate. Um, a lot of haters. Don't let it happen. Don't let it happen. <coughs> cool. Well, let's get into some trivia. Yay! Will we? Yes. It's my time to shine. My <laughs> Dan thinks he's going to win today. Can I see the uh, soundboard, please? Yeah, hold on one second. Let me uh, get what's the, the what's Hey, while we're setting that up, how to reach us, guys, just kind of getting this real quick. Uh, Dan, at first rounds on us. Remember, we're spelling that rounds, R-N-D-S, uh, on us.com, or Jeff at firstrounds.com. We're also on Instagram at first rounds on us. Uh, so check us out. We will be having, um, you know, constant updates on there on the Instagram. So keep an eye out for different things coming up. Uh, hopefully we can get some comments and some feedback and things like that. Yeah, got a couple of emails this last week. We got a we got a sponsor in the works. Nice. We got a couple of sponsors in the works actually. Excellent. So we'll, we'll be bringing those up. Also, and how to listen? Check us out on Apple iTunes. Subscribe to us on there. Also, comment. Give us a. A rating, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. Spread the word to your friends. Yeah, please do. Please yes. do. Spread so the word. What do we got for trivia today? So we just have like miscellaneous trivi- trivia today. That some good stuff in here though. Sounds you ready good. for this? Yeah. Wait, Why not? Let's see if I can. Let's see if I can pull this one off. <laughs> do we have rulings on how we're doing it today? There's an over/under in Vegas on whether or not I can. Beat Dan. <laughs> Are we, do we? I keep going back and forth. Like, do we do the stop when you say your name, and uh, I stop the question? Let's I'll see let Jeff, do the Jeff whole thing. decide because he needs. Let's see how Every assistant. time I you go back, I think, I think we should pause for a second and get a drink. Okay, and then we'll, we'll take a fresh quick, drink. We'll take a quick pause. All right. Hey ho! Hey, hey, we are hey, back, hey, and we have fresh drinks. We changed up the ginger beer in this one yep. and Haley made them so I'm such a I'm a, a way better cocktail maker. I'm gonna go ahead and say huh? hold on <laughs> just kidding <laughs> the ginger beer is good on this yeah. one I think I might prefer it I think so too it's a little less of a bite but the one before was was uh, fever you, tree fever? ginger beer fever tree fever tree and this one is Bundaberg it's an Australian ginger beer I like it I really like yes. it I could I drink like that it. all night. I can really, I can taste the mint way more in this one. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I don't know if you did anything special. You did the, do I one of those have. like clap, clap, yeah. mint, mint claps <laughs> no. over the top. Is you, that a thing? Yeah, it's a thing. It like, it like. No, it I didn't like even do that. It tracks the oils. Yeah, it releases yeah. the goods. Cool. You, you do that with um, basil. You take basil and you put the leaf in your hand and uh-huh. you smack it. And that like opens it up, and you put it in there, and it allows the aroma to. Which, which is another thing I wanted to do is instead of mint, I wanted to try it with basil. I'll have to do that next time. Yeah. But um, I like basil better than mint, and I don't like when mint gets sucked up into the straw. Kind of grosses me out. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> I don't mind it. You know. No? All right. <laughs> okay. Trivia time. Yeah, trivia. This is exciting. So ruling on trivia. We are. <laughs> doing what? I, I'm not controlling the soundboard. <laughs> Dude, that's Somebody, the hey, I got a comment from a listener the other day that she loves the soundboard. Yeah. Oh. Who that's would that be? Sue. Shout out to Sue oh, at right. the gym. Sue. She was Thank a you, big Sue. fan. We like the soundboard Love too. Love Sue. Um, all right. You ready for this? Ready. Yep. Uh, Born so, ready. So wait, you, Dan gave you the, you're, you're making the decision. Whether we stop the question. Is it a multiple choice question? Yeah, these are multiple choice. All right, let's just let's just read the question, read the multiple choice, 
and then go. Give us the... Okay, uh, go. Question And then one. you give your own answers. You don't have to go first or second, yep. right? Because these ones are a little bit harder. All right, let's try it. Let's okay, try let's one try and we'll see let's how just go. Let's see what happens. All right, number one. In what country was Christmas once illegal? <laughs> a, Russia. B, England. C, China. D, Egypt. Hmm. Ooh. Interesting. Yeah, wow. All illegal? Right. Illegal for a year. Then they brought it back. All right, I got to guess. I'm between two. Okay, uh, I got to guess. Okay. What's your guess? You go first. We say it at the same time or what? Uh, Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to say e- China. Egyp- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Ooh, both wrong. On the, what, China? Both wrong. Sorry, I'll Russia? give you one more oh, guess. Was it, was it Russia? No. Oh, shit. England? Oh, no, wrong England? One. No, wrong one. Damn, it's what from are you England. Doing? Come on. From oh, England. my God. Never heard of that. falling apart. The answer is England, so nobody gets that one. That's really? really sad. Wait, what who's keeping score? Yeah, what year was this? I didn't say. I didn't for know a year. You, you English people didn't celebrate Christmas. Well, I every year know. I was there, I, I celebrated Christmas. I don't know any Christmas. facts behind this. Oh, I wish should, I did. Let's look up the facts. I probably should. That's why we have a screen over there. Yeah. Whatever. Moving on. Anyways. Right, moving on. Next False fact. I was, I was born in England. And give we me the soundboard back. Christmas. Crying out loud. You suck. Question, <laughs> question number two. In California, it's illegal to eat oranges while doing what? Bathing, driving, <laughs> sleeping, or gardening? It's, wait, what was the second one? Driving. It's illegal. I'm going to... These are obscure I'm gonna go, questions. Yeah, I'm gonna I know. Go, I went go, a little crazy. Though. Okay. Go driving. I got to go. I'm just going to driving as yeah. well. You're both going driving? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Strong start today. Don't say gardening. That'd be ridiculous. Bathing is just retarded. <laughs> what? It can't be bathing. What was the other one? Bathing, driving, sleeping, gardening. Sleeping? You're not going to eat oranges yeah. while you're sleeping. And how could that be illegal? I don't know. How could any of those where be illegal? Where are you getting illegal? these questions? There's weird hey. laws. Yeah, where are you getting these There's questions? There's weird laws out there. What's right. the answer? What's the answer? Wait, but do you need to pick another one? Well, Bathing. Bathing, Dan. Sleeping. Sleeping. It's bathing. Ah, oh. uh, hey. Jeff gets a point. <laughs> I feel like we should throw that question out. I might actually win one. If we both get it wrong, let's just move on. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Okay, you're right. All right. Number three. <laughs> Calrophobia <laughs> means fear of what? Say it again. Calrophobia. Talio. Talio. I guess you can say coulrophobia. Talio. C-O-U-L-R-O. Phobia. Cars, Jews, babies, clowns. Say those answers one more time. Cars, Jews, babies, clowns. What was the second one? Jews. Okay. (laughs) Calro? I'm going to say... Calrophobia. I'm going to say... Calrophobia? I don't think so. I'm going to say babies. I'll go... Dan? Clowns. Clowns is Clowns. the correct answer. Yeah, so you're one, the lead. one and one. One, nothing. Oh, you're not counting known. the second one? Everybody's afraid of clowns. You're not no, counting we threw the second two? one up because we both got oh, it wrong. Oh, okay. Um, how many dimples, question number four, how many dimples are there on a regular golf ball? Ooh. Oh, man. This is a hard one. I know this one. 377, like 294. All right, you have the board, Dan. You say what your answer is. 336. That's what Jeff? I was going to say. I was going to say 336 also. Okay. Yay! Right. You both, both get, get a right. point. Good job. Far out. Okay, number five. Which of the following is the longest running American animated TV show? Hmm. Simpsons, Family Guy, Pokemon, or Hey Arnold? That's easy. Yeah. I'll say it at the same time. Yeah. One, two, three. Simpsons. Simpsons. Yeah, that's right. All right. Ding, 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 ding. We both get a point, and I'm one point behind. Question number eight. Over 8,800 people injure themselves on what each year? Baseball hat. Trivia. Toothpick. Pencil. Why did you say trivia? Coffee cup. I don't know. It can get intense sometimes. (laughs) I thought thought ladder was going to be one of those. 
8,000 people entered. I'm sorry, I was so focused yeah. on what you said. <laughs> I made my joke. It didn't really land. <laughs> 8,800 people injure themselves on what each year? A baseball hat, toothpick, pencil, coffee cup. I'm going to go pencil. Uh, and I, I was going to say pencil, too. I want to know what the... what. I want to know the why. I don't know why. Is it you want to say something different because you said pencil? Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to win again. Coffee cup. Well, this is hard. Oh, we both got it wrong? It's toothpick. Toothpick. Oh, I almost said toothpick. Uh, that makes sense because you sit there with it in your mouth and, and then you like, fall on your face and it goes through your, the roof your of your mouth. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, still up by one. Okay. Next question. Question number seven. How many pounds of pressure do you need to rip off an ear? Oh, shit. Well, weird question. Everyone, knows, everyone knows that. <laughs> Jesus. Boy, this is getting cooler. What? Uh... Okay, 11, 2, 7, or 26? Wow. Well, none of those are in the range that I was thinking. What were you thinking? To rip off an ear? An ear. Holy shit. All right, I got my guess. I... Seven. I was going to go 27. 26. 26. 20, sorry, 26. Uh, yes and no. You're seven, Dan, seven was right? Oh, you are correct. Yes. Damn. Question wow. number eight. Seven pounds or two. to rip off your ear. And it's only 15 pounds to break your collarbone. <laughs> Good to know. Good yeah. to know. At what temperature are Fahrenheit and Celsius the same? Zero, negative 40, 50, or 92? It's uh oh, God, silence. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I was wait, wait. Kind of figured Celsius that one out, and Fahrenheit are the same. Z- was it zero, forty, negative forty? Na- zero, negative forty, fifty, or ninety-two? It's um, I know the answer to this. You do? Yeah. Can you say it first? I, no, I'm just negative forty. And Dan. Um. I'm going to say something different, just to be different. I don't know. 50. Jeff, you are correct. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it, it, it goes backwards. Whoa, what's going on here? This is hey, weird. Hey, I'm still behind. Are you, are you? I'm behind by one. Okay, the New York phone book had 22 people named Hitler in it before World War II. How many did it have at the end of the 20th century? So how many Hitlers were there in the New York phone book? <laughs> Oh, shit. What's... Choices? 324, 0, 15, or 2. I'm thinking nobody's going to want to have the last name Hitler. Or maybe a lot of people. Uh, I feel like there's going to be weird. some weirdos. I'm going to go 0. I'm going to say 15. <laughs> Jeff, you are correct. It's 0. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> Tied it up. Ties it up. <laughs> Holy shit. You know, someone, some uh, hey. parents just got arrested recently. I forget where. I just read this the other day because they named their newborn Hitler. Oh, jeez. And they got arrested for being some sort of like terrorist member or oh, something like on. that. Oh, no. Yeah. Why and, would you and do that? Nowadays, it? man, yeah. they just take that yeah. and run. Like, you don't want to get called out by anybody at this point. Okay. When I, when I wrote these, I didn't I, realize like how morbid they were, but it, now I'm real. Okay, sorry. It's, it's tied Question up. number 10. What percentage of Japanese citizens are cremated? 98%, 11%, 5%, or 36%? This is not even fitness related <laughs> whatsoever. How do you get these questions? <laughs> this, this is, is a, miscellaneous this trivia. Is a, this is a... What is it? 98... 98, 11, 5, 36. Wild guess. They either do or they don't. 98%. Yeah, see, I was going to say 98 too. Okay. Good job, both of you. Okay. Tied up. Number eleven. God, what are the game today. what are the odds of being killed by space debris? <laughs> oh, this would be interesting. <laughs> one in five billion, one in ten billion, one in five million, or one in one trillion. Hmm. Uh-huh. One in five billion. I've never heard okay. anybody talk about being killed by space. I don't. I don't think I've ever heard a story of where somebody's been killed by space debris, other than somebody that's been in. I don't even think that's happened. I don't. Yeah, I wonder where this math. Comes I'm gonna from, go with though, the, tr- you know. the trillion one. It's one in five million. So both of what? you got it wrong. One in five million. 
Right, How's that possible? They're pretty good then. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hold on one second. No, move on. I don't know where these people no, look think up. About how, that many people, how many people are on the earth right now? Six, seven billion? Five billion? Mm. Six, seven billion. Yeah, that sounds okay. right. How many people do you know have been hit there by space debris? There has to have been at least one. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. There has to have been at least at All least. Right. Tiebreaker. Tie Fire up the music. Let's do the tiebreaker. This is it. Tiebreaker. This is for. Okay. This is the win. My Jeff. <laughs> this could be your moment. Come this on. could be your moment. I could actually win one here. I'm on, pretty bad at tiebreakers too. Tiebreaker. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> your name is this your buzzer. Is whoever gets closer to the correct number wins. Ooh, it's a number one. Okay. All right. No like buzzer needed. <clears throat> when glass breaks, the cracks move up to how many miles per hour? Oh. What? Like the grass, uh, the grass, no, the glass, glass can crack. <laughs> How many miles per hour is it going though? Duplicate that again. Uh, it goes, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I'm going to say like miles per hour. I'm going to say a hundred. Oh, was I supposed to write it down? Yeah. 100. Yeah. <laughs> hundred miles an hour. Dan? Now I just need to decide if I want to go over 100 or under 100. Oh, man, I shouldn't have said anything. I'm just going to say it is a, a lot more than that. You guys okay. can both repick. Oh, okay. 101. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no over. There's no over. Well, yeah. Okay, write it down. No, oh, both of you got to come up with a new one now. Uh, okay. Okay. All right, what's the answer? The answer is 3,000 miles per hour. Oh, wow. What'd you say? Four thousand. Oh, I said fifteen hundred. Oh! <laughs> Jeff loses again. <laughs> I swear to God. I'm a winner. Oh. You did say way over that number, so I went big. Yeah, you did. I was thinking you were gonna go like ten thousand though. Uh, all right, cool. Well, thank thank you, Haley. That was fun. And uh, another enjoyed, solid ep. Enjoyed our mules. Um, I think I'll be drinking more of these in the future. I really like yeah, them. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I agree. Yeah. Uh, so, um, how you can reach us, Dan, again, at firstroundsonus.com. Jeff at firstroundsonus.com. It's R-N-D-S is the rounds at Instagram, firstroundsonus. And please, again, subscribe, Apple iTunes, podcasts, uh, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. Tell your friends about us. And uh, what do we say? Deno? Next round's on you. Thanks for listening. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you looking at me like that?